I can scoot this back since I don't have to use my other camera too. There we go. I record. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I was like, I gotta take a shower and I gotta do all these things. Mm -hmm. Well, I know it's like by the time I even get off work, usually I'm so mentally fucking bored by the end of work that it puts me to actual sleep. It, it, I could like. You know, I should be able to be awake past 4 p.m., but there's just something about being there that makes me want to, like, just give up my soul and go ahead and crawl into a ball and sleep for, like, five hours. Oh, it's that like, fucking, it's that person. <laughs> oh, my God, she's an energy drain, and not only because, okay, just, like, you know when you exercise tolerance for someone that you just, like, despise for a really long time? Mm-hmm. For, like, hours or whatever? Somebody yeah. Somebody that you're just... Okay. So it is, like, purely exhausting just, like, tolerating it. Mm-hmm. And just... And she treats you like shit, and she, like, tries to be manipulative but fails, and... Because she's, like, not very smart either. Like, that's the thing is, is, like, like, no, no, you have to be a little bit brighter than that to manipulate. Like, you just do. <laughs> she used to be in stupid, and that, like, manipulates, like, I guess whatever stupid men that's she's a, been around, like, probably. But it, she, like, she even told me, like, she was like, you know, when I was in middle school, I was, like, the head cheerleader, and <laughs> I was just, like, you know. I and bet went, they ran a train no. on you. <laughs> Well, like, she's talking about, like, middle school, too. Like, and just, and then how when she went to a big school, suddenly she was, like, n a nobody. And I was like, oh, you peaked in sixth grade. That's adorable. <laughs> Did she be like, thank you? I, well, and I, I was like, yeah, you went to a slightly bigger pond, huh? Mm. <laughs> I just, Aww. I don't know. I just, I don't know why, like, this is even happening to me. Like, I'm not a good person, but I'm a decent person, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, why? why? What did I ever do <laughs> that now, like, my job that was, like, fucking heaven went straight to hell? It's very and strange in that way. I mean... Everything was okay, and then, like, that whole craziness happened, and then now you gotta deal with this bitch. She's like, weed. Yeah. 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 And I think, like, a, a huge part of it is, is, like, right now the universe is like, move the fuck on, get the fuck out. And I really don't think I'm gonna find, like, my next thing that's good until I do my leap of faith. I really think that, like, the universe is like, no, no. You don't get a cushion to land on. You have to jump and trust. And I think that's where I'm at, is jump and trust. You're going to jump into something? I'm going to jump out of something. <laughs> and then it's going to be where I land, I land kind of thing. I think that's that's the leap of faith is you don't know where you're going to land. No. You just know it's going to be okay. So Yeah. You got to trust it, though, and you make that fucking move. That's, the, that's how faith works, right? Mm-hmm. But that's you don't know what the shit. hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's it's funny because like I told my girlfriend like 
she was kind of in a similar, very similar situation where it was like new ownership came in. She got treated like shit and all that. And I'm telling her, you know what? Just leave it. Leave and you'll mm-hmm. find the right thing. But get out of there if it's making you that crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I tell her that, but then here I am, you know, just like in that exact same spot. It's easier to help other people for some reason. It's so weird. You can, like, look at someone's shit and be like, this is what's wrong. Just fix that. You'll be fine. But then your own shit, it's a lot harder for some reason. I could because I'm not doing the faith thing where I am just leaping and doing whatever. You know, I am like, all right, where's it going to go? Where am I going to land? And that's the problem is you can't, like, exercise faith if you have to know the outcome before you can act. That's not faith then, so. Right. Oh so my god. <laughs> I'm saying either take the scary leap and possibly end up homeless because I won't be able to afford to live here anymore <laughs> or wait around and be miserable. Well, that's how you got I'm... to the first thing, right? Like the current thing, that not the Mm-mm. bad part. So... How that I like I was already, you know, bartending doing that whole bit for like four and a half years. And mm-hmm. this just kind of fell in my lap and I knew in an instant it was what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then it was like getting to like know the owner and actually become like friend, confidants, and you know, he became like a mentor to me. Then it was like just I just knew it was the right the right place to be but ever since he's passed i really think that like my place of fulfillment like i was supposed to be there with him until he passed Mm -hmm. you know and like all of that i was supposed to be there for that but i think like now my time is done there it's time for like the next adventure but it's the adventure is not coming to me while i'm still there i think it's a test it really seems like it because the whole way it went down even was really fucking weird. It's like the craziest shit I've ever heard in the amount of time that it happened to you. Just like. Well, I mean, death is funny like that with like my boss dying. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you don't know when that's going to happen. That can be upon anybody at any time. Right. So it's like. um, Yeah, I just. That's that's how it played out. It went from sick to dead in a matter of like a month and a half. But you're like you're not appreciated anymore, so it's time. Mm-hmm. You're like is you gotta get the fuck out of there. I oh I know it I know it, but it's just that's so hard to do when you're like okay, but I I only have like myself to depend on, and mm-hmm. it's there is no safety net. No, There's nothing. So. That scary shit. It is. But I think until you're actually, like, able to jump to something new, I think you're still okay here. I don't think anything's gonna happen to that. I just don't think the something new is gonna happen until I do it. That's the honest truth. I think that's how the universe is working right now. Is that it's not (laughs) gonna give me something if I don't have the faith to Mm. just jump. From the lion's head. (laughs) 
Like in Indiana Jones? Did you do you know Indiana Jones? No. Oh my god, Indiana Jones. All right. As an <laughs> 80s kid, fucking love me some Indiana Jones. If if you watch it, okay, Indiana Jones, if you're going to watch one of them, they're all pretty good. But I would say um, The Last Crusade. If you watch that one, especially if you like any movies where they mis- mix, like, history in with kind of, like, they-, they play off the story of history. Like, this is, like, amid, like, World War Two and everything that's going on. So there's, like, Nazis in it and everything else. So then, oh. yeah, he has to rescue his dad. So he goes over... And so it takes place, like, during that time, and, uh, you know, he, he falls for a spy, and it's such a good movie. I'm not a movie person, like, at all. It's crazy. It's funny, too. Like, every movie reference, I'm like, oh, you know this one? And you're like, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> I know. That's actually made it really hard for me to even be on Twitch and things like that, because there's so many people where they know movies and shit, and when it gets brought up, I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. And they're like, they look at me weird, and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just never been part of my life. I can't really sit through movies, like, you you have to get up and move around during them and stuff. Oh, yeah, sometimes, like, movies are like a four-parter for me, so (laughs) I'm good for, like, 22 minutes, that's one sitcom minus commercials. So, it's, like, a movie, you know, okay, well, you don't, the the movie Pulp Fiction, it's one of my freaking favorites to watch, right? It's a rewatcher for me. But I had to watch it, like, eight times to even kind of understand what was going on because it's broken up. Like, it's things don't happen in a direct sequential order because it follows, like, one character's story, then the next, and then they all come together at the end. So I really, really could not follow that movie because I could not, like, pay attention to it the whole way through. So I had to watch it, like, four times before. I'm like, okay, now I've seen all of the parts. It's that sitting through it and watching it all together. So that makes sense. <laughs> so you had to put them together, like, later on? Or did you actually watch it back again? I had to watch it. I probably watched the damn thing, like, eight times before I, like, really, really knew it. <laughs> oh, I'm just shit. really bad. I'm really bad at watching movies, but I, I still like ones. Like, but I... Generally, if I put a movie on, I already have the whole thing memorized at that point. Mm-hmm. So that even if I stop paying attention, like, I'll never be lost on it. Because I have, like, the the entire, you know, script in my head. I already know it. So how did you ever get introduced to new movies back in the day then? Because you would have had to, you know, like, you can't just get up if somebody's like, oh, watch a movie, you know? Especially in a family. Oh, like, I didn't watch movies ever with my family. So when I was a teenager, there was this little corner store video store. And the girl that was working there, she was, like, 17. She really didn't give a shit about the job. So she would, like, we'd come in there, like, 14, 15, 16, like, throughout the years. And just, (laughs) she'd let us rent whatever we wanted there. That Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that that was when, like, uh, what... There used to be a rating NC-17. That's, like, from the 70s and 80s. If something was, like... NC? NC-17. 
no children, I'm assuming, under 17 or Yeah, yeah, because it was NC-17. Okay. So, but it, yeah, it was, like, that used to be a rating that happened in, like, the 70s and 80s, but, uh. Where'd that yeah, go? What the fuck? But at, back then, we used to, like, you know, rent stacks and stacks of videos. <laughs> and and watch them. And you know, I did work at a blockbuster for two weeks. <laughs> you can get like fr- five free rentals a week when you work there. So that was like a big deal. Yeah, but I only worked there long enough to get like ten free rentals. But I think oh. I still have one of them at home. Oh shit! <laughs> Come for me. I think they're completely gone. Unless there's like mm-hmm. one left somewhere. I no, I don't, I don't think there's any. I think it's all the way gone because I. What would they possibly? What business would they possibly be in? Because you can stream anything. Yeah, unless and people are like be, nostalgic. And, well, and the thing was, is it used to be so expensive to like purchase movies like VHSs and even DVDs when those came out and stuff, where you were like, you know, they would be like. $32 for a VHS tape to own it. Sorry, I've got to... That's okay. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> so I... We're not it's... streaming. It's fine. And then on top of it, like, I can edit things and podcasts are... Yeah, what they do. Yeah, those bounce. This was the conversation earlier. Those bounce. But I swear to God, I saw, like, somebody with big boobs and they jumped up and down and it didn't bounce at all. And I was like... What's wrong with your boobs? Like, I was They're freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I know that fake boobs don't bounce. I had no idea. Not, not like that. Because it's like the solid mound. Oh, God. Fuck that. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta work really hard to not get cancer. Because, like, I don't want to have fake boobs because of it. <laughs> well, I, like... I go, that stuff is what it is. Like, sometimes you can't work really hard not to get cancer. You just, like, accept (laughs) things and roll with them. So, I don't know. Just get, like, three instead. Just fucking. They don't bounce, but I got three of them. Well, you know, I was thinking, like, okay, so, uh, you know, having a parent that went through cancer and, uh, you know, getting reconstruction and all of that. Mm -hmm. So... Now you have, like, it used to be when they did, like, a mastectomy and reconstruction and all that, you didn't have a nipple when they're done with it. They don't spare your nipple. I guess because it can get cancer, too? No, it's it's literally because this shit was done by men and they are so rooted and considerate. Like, it really doesn't take even that much more effort to save the nipple. But they would just be like, nah. What the, so, I, wouldn't they want the nipple intact so they can look at it? Well, that's why you it? have these women that are now like... Oh, they were know, collecting getting, them or something. No, they, they were getting <laughs> their nipples tattooed on after having reconstruction and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyways, like uh, when my parent went through that, she uh, they were able to spare her nipple and she's telling me about it. And I was like, I didn't even know they could because every (laughs) mastectomy I'd seen up to that point, it was like, you know, that Mm -hmm. the nipple was gone. So, uh, you know, then, then she 
pulled down her shirt and show me her boobies and sure as hell she still had nipples <laughs> but i was like given the choice i don't know like i always feel like it would kind of be nice not to have nipples because my stuff like you know when it does flop out or whatever mm -hmm. it would be nice to not have to worry about showing nipples like oh i'll never get banned because there is no nipple it's just it mounds i mean because the nipple is the only offensive part you know it's that's the, that's the clicker right there is why i don't understand just because it's Cause, a rectangle just because because men because i don't think because... do females get offended by this shit ever I I knew I've oh, never gotten offended by female. I knew like, as as females that hated male nipples. Like I'm not a fan of like most male physique body parts. <laughs> uh, it's only when I am like attracted to like that one certain one, then they're beautiful. You know, but they, they could have, like, at that point, like, a baby arm growing out of the side of their head because I just, like, am, like, your energy's amazing. Yeah. But, That's like. different. Yeah, I've never, like, seen a guy just walking around, never had a conversation with him, whatever, and, and just, like, just viewed him and was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Drop dead. Yum, yum, yum. Drool. <laughs> lady boners everywhere i've never had that like have you ever seen a male and just like the just like without knowing them or anything just physically been attracted to them no uh -uh. i've i've mistaken like i didn't know it was my master before and then like i my brain caught up and was like oh that's why i like you you from like far away in like a grocery store like oh you mm -hmm. well it's the energy thing you mm -hmm. know it's playing out in that kind of way versus like it's not actual physical attraction <laughs> yeah and that's but when it comes to like women mm -hmm. i can i can see a sexy woman and be attracted hmm. never talk to her look at her from across the room <laughs> hear her laugh and i'm like boners i i'm just physically more attracted that way it's interesting that you like you know you're with a guy that you know right that's so weird to me i'm like the right. fuck? because i'm i'm attracted to i guess masculine energy mm -hmm. but attracted to feminine physique so so I guess you, like, right now, like, you want, like, that that energy versus the physique. I want both, honestly. <laughs> I want both. Are you still wanting both of what we were talking about? Yeah. I've never stopped. Like, here's the thing is, never in the history of me being in a relationship with a male have I ever stopped wanting for a female. Hmm. And I think it goes the same way, too, where it's like, you know, even being with female, uh, there's, I, I, I'm, that's why I said, like, my orientation is just greedy. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my sexual orientation, greedy. Like, I don't know. That is crazy. I don't, I've never wanted just one. When I was in preschool, I had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. 
and they would sit on each side of me and play with my hair during chapel. <laughs> and I like, I remember just like butterflies and fireworks. Like I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I kiss you, I kiss you. <laughs> and being that I was like a forwardly, I guess, sexual child. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, I knew I liked both by the time I was four. Mm-hmm. So it never changed. It never went anywhere. That's just, that's just me. Hmm. That's so interesting. Like, I've never had that sort of experience. It's always interesting to hear. Well, and that's, like, okay, so here's the thing is, like, okay, I'm a monogamist in that, like, I like to develop a relationship with one person. Relationship-wise, monogamist. Mm-hmm. But sexuality-wise, no. Mm-mm. Like, mm, like I actually kind of get mad about it. <laughs> you get like, mad? When I have to, yeah, like, when I have to pick one, I'm like... And it is because so few people seem to relate to what I go through as far as that. Like, that I still have yearnings no matter who I'm with if I am with one person. Like, and when you try to explain it, it's usually not well received in that, like, not everybody's on board for the things I want. But some people would be very, Mm -hmm. but then that's when you're going to run into people that are in it for more than the sex than developing the relationship and bringing all of the cards to the table, you know? If you're like, hey, I would like, like, if you're like, I would like to have relations with both men and women at the same time, mm-hmm. if you put that out there, a lot of times people that would just be interested in the sexual part of the relationship would show up for that offer. Yeah. From my experience. For their ego. <laughs> or no because it's enjoyment like like all right i love me a good menage i do mm-hmm. like favorites <laughs> like and whether that's like girl and guy two guys you know like mm-hmm. i like them all could just do but it's a bitch to get somebody to actually fucking agree with some shit like that the best ones happen by accident completely accidental mm-hmm mm-hmm okay so if your girlfriend that like you know you've gotten that way like gotten sexual with before like is like invites you and another guy over and she's like let's watch uh Oh, what's that one green? Fifty Shades. Right? Oh, God. Like, you know, I've, like, sat down to watch that movie, and I can tell you I've never even seen past the opening credits. Um, And that's, I guess, like, that was the plan. It just kind of happened. Uh-huh. And that was hella fun. Was that recent? No, I was like, that's a yeah, because I was like, Fifty Shades that came out. And oh, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't new when I like, cause like I don't go to the movies to watch movies. So and it is if somebody's like, hey, let's watch this. Sure, I'll sit down and I'll try. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was like 
that was the situation and it kind of erupted into like 10, 10 minutes after we're all sitting down to watch the movie. <laughs> I guess that's what she wanted, right? Because she's the one inviting everybody. Well, I had already been involved with both people, but separately. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they were both just physical relationships. And so bringing us all together and I don't know, but it was like, it was a great evening. <laughs> I mean, have you ever mm -mm. with, no, no. So you're straight up monogamist. Um, I wouldn't say that. I just... Yeah. It's not something that's really come up exactly. Like, it's really hard to get everybody on the same page with something like that. And it's more, mm -hmm. it's, it's about who can make me feel good and not make me feel bad. So, mm -hmm. that's a bitch. Well, and that's what it's like. I've only ever had that as like encounters and not as like full blown relationships. Like, I've never done a thruple. Like, I've, mm. I've done a three way, but not a thruple. And well, that's tougher. I, I, th I think if the right person, like, I, I would be someone that like every everybody's kind of got to feel the same way about everything. Mm -hmm. So it would just like, I don't think it's something I would necessarily like seek out but if the universe sent it to me i'd be open oh like, yeah <laughs> not with a female i don't like females in that way most of the time you do i'm like i fucking hate bitches like i can't stand it i don't know it's just like I've never, like, I, I artistically can look at females and be like, you know, they're beautiful, they're of the feminine, all these things, but I don't, I don't like them in that way. A lot of, a lot of it's, like, the mental and, like, what they give off. Like, I've never gotten along with one to where I'm like, yeah, we could fuck or something. Yeah. It's unlikely to occur. I'm not against it, I'm just like, it's very unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Because people just have like, a sexual energy in general. Like, we play and shit. Like, we're more mm -hmm. open to flirting and shit with each other. Even if nobody is fucking interested in general, and we have, everybody knows it. It's just like, oh, well, we're females. Let's flirt. Let's be playful. But guys well, don't do that. <laughs> that's even the situation I was asking you about last week. Like, what's your opinion on this? Like, because I'm going, I can't tell if this lady is flirting with me and interested because like i said i would be um if she was i like you know that sort of thing mm -hmm. and it is something like i discuss with my partner and it's a well if everybody feels the same way like whatever but i'm like i would i don't know go camping with her or something <laughs> i'd invite her into my tent <laughs> I so, just, like I, I brought know. up, I wonder. I just wonder about, like, do you do you want that? Because you have always had that, and you enjoy it, and you miss it kind of thing? Or are you trying to destroy your fucking world? I honestly, because I can see it just, like, 
this particular person, I could see their energy vibing with my other person's energy too. That's mm-hmm. the thing is I go like, this is the only person that I've ever like been like, that could be potential just because I, she seems to have a very similar energy to me where it is like both the masculine and feminine. Like we can understand both perspectives, like what we talk about and stuff. And it's, so it's like, mm-hmm. mm, and I, I don't know, but it's one of those, I'm not going to chase it, but if it happens, it happens. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. wouldn't be sad. Like, if it all worked out good. Has they, have they come back around, or has anything happened with that, or? Um, I mean, it's a situation of we don't live anywhere near each other, so it would be like someone would have to make an effort, or it would have to be like a weird coincidence to you know, physically meet up. Mm-hmm. So, but I go, like, it still hasn't progressed to, like, whether I know if it's girl just being friendly and, like, playing how we do, mm-hmm. or if it's true interest and flirtation, you know? Yeah, that's so tough to tell because bitches are fucking flirty. Like, <laughs> Well, so, like, in the past when I have had, like, you know, um ongoing encounters with the same person so you wouldn't say like necessarily a monogamous relationship but like a best friend and we like to like go down on each other kind of thing mm-hmm. um it's been mostly like hey we're hanging out and just somehow we end up kissing and then it's like okay then you know somebody's kind of interested <laughs> but like it's really hard to tell until like you're sharing a physical space to let something like that happen mm-hmm. otherwise it is like dms <laughs> emotes but nothing crosses a line and i'm going well maybe she doesn't cross a line because she doesn't know if i want to cross a line because i'm not crossing a line until i know she wants to cross a line oh god how do you people how do people establish this? Like, and I go, like, I am, like, a different generation where it's, like, the, you know, like, I'm from the don't ask, don't tell generation, even though, you know, we're all out loud now, but it's, like, it wasn't all just out there and, you know. Mm-hmm. So you think that maybe she doesn't know you're into girls, possibly? Right. Well, we haven't been around each other in so long, like, in real life. So now it's just, like, an online friendship. Hmm. And so, yeah, she, I don't, I mean, especially in that, like, I am in a relationship with a man. So, I mean, how would anybody just assume that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if they were just, like, assuming that shit out of nowhere. Just like, she likes pussy though like i don't know why she's with this dude i know I, okay it's funny because i like if i'm around somebody in real life like females and they're kind of like i am that's why i think like i i tend to like draw it like that extra flirtation like we're crossing the line we're showing each other boobies kind of thing mm-hmm. and because they i think my energy is out there if you're physically around me and they know how to like put it out there i think this is just particularly tough to figure out because we're not sharing any kind of physical like the same space at the same time 
mm-hmm. trying so to establish that to. over like yeah messenger or some shit like it's mm-hmm. when nobody knows when like all right she's given no indicators as to her orientation either even like when you knew her in the past she never shown any signs of like Maybe I she likes okay. Me. It's weird because, like, in the past, I'm like, it, we kind of felt very like flirty and close that, but mm-hmm. we were young, and so it was like before I was acting on that with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yes, I kissed everybody, but it, you know, whatever. But like, we have never, you know cross any lines Hmm. and so how do you it's kind i guess and it's like when you kind of have a crush on anybody and you're like trying to like okay is that a signal is that it tried to read them to see like you know if it's the right time to like maybe bring it up or yeah approach that Hmm. it's like never (laughs) well and that is like generally like i have not been the one to like pursue someone else they pursue you that's how it's always just kind of worked out where it's like i i don't like i've never you know someone on a date or like you know Mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of it's tough to say. I mean, especially with females, like females generally aren't the person to have to ask somebody on a date. They get asked. So if it's two females, they're both going to be looking in at the same time. Like, are you going to ask? Are you going to fucking ask? Like, Or you split a bottle of wine and just see what happens. <laughs> like, that's always been, you know what I mean? You need that close proximity. You'd have to, like, hang out and see mm-hmm. what that feels like, basically. You're right, and that's why I'm like, should I just get a plane ticket? Is she really far? Like, really fucking far? Definitely not drivable. Shit. Not a drivable distance. What if she didn't feel that way? Would you be hurt? I don't think hurt, because I'm not emotionally invested. I'm curious. So more sexually. like I don't like I don't take things like that as like a rejection because that has nothing to do with me. If someone's like not into that, they're not into it. You know, it'd be the same as like, you know, if I approached you like that, and you're like, no, nah, I'm not into it. I'm not gonna take that as a rejection because it was like, mm-hmm. you know, that was a slim chance I just <laughs> threw out there. So mm-hmm. no, like. I, the only time I've ever, like, where I go through, like, oh, that's a feeling of rejection is if, like, I've already been seeing someone to the point of where I've gotten emotionally invested. And that takes, you know, a while. Do you keep like, that closed off, typically? Or oh, are you more yeah, open? It takes, it takes me a good long while to actually get, like, feelings of attachment. I can really enjoy being around you. Um, but it it takes like a good solid year before I'm attached. So and it's like um, you know, when I was dating a lot and I was I was doing my fifty fifty dates in a month uh kind of social experiment. Mm-hmm. I uh 
you know, I dated like 25 fuck boys in a row where they would like pretend that they're like, okay, they do the mirroring thing <laughs> where basically they're everything you've ever been looking for. They say all the right things to make you feel like you're having an emotional connection with them. Yeah. That's like their thing that they enjoy. And I can tell you one thing about fuckboys is they all have premature and wee willy winkies. Like that seems to be the common thread that has gone through where it's like, like you don't ever actually have sex with them because they like blow in their pants. Still, what the f they can be like 40 years old and blowing in their pants. That's crazy. What? I think, I think that's part of why they like fall into this, like where they're repeatedly having like practice girlfriends because they know that like if someone has like continued actual sexual experiences with them, they will eventually get rejected. So they do this. They need where... to see a urologist. The fuck? <laughs> they need to stop being so greedy about their they need to okay, they need to learn how to edge themselves. Don't go for yeah. instant gratification. It's a very selfish thing. Mm -hmm. If you think about it. So like that's what they need to talk to men about edging because they're misdirecting all of them about how to like become better in bed. <laughs> and it's like you don't get better in bed, like, by having lots of sex. You get better in bed by denying yourself instant gratification. Yeah, that's... I mean, we have, like, I have a button for that, but, like... Wait, you have... What do you mean you have a button? I have, uh, buttons for all of the, like, shit that comes up all the time. So, like, edging is a button. Um, we got all the, like, fetish shit and whatever i have like a button on my my stream deck so i can just push it and it gives like information because i've had to explain yeah, yeah. it so many fucking times mm -hmm. that it's like it's better to just have a little button so i can be oh, like yeah and here's yeah, that's the info awesome. that's awesome <laughs> yeah that that's come up a lot like where we get people that like they come in Boy, and they're like yeah it needs to since, like, 2019, we've had a lot more, like, influx of people being like, what's edging? How do I do it? And I explain it. Everything's cool. I don't well, have any complainers. Was... They don't come back being like, it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, I, that, like, honestly, if it didn't work, then you just need to practice more. Like, it's totally a doable thing. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, like, some frenzy shit as well, because a lot of people that are, like, getting into this shit, they're also, like, trying shit for the first time they're really excited so they're ready to blow basically <laughs> yeah and that and that's cool and i'll get it out but like you're not going to be better for your partner mm -mm. if you don't do some practice yeah it takes a while i mean there's a certain mindset you got foreplay like a lot of people skip foreplay altogether there's none mm -hmm. It's like, are you kidding me? What do you think happens? Like, you just instantly come, whatever. Oh, like, no. Like, <laughs> like experiencing, like, have experienced that, like, recently. <laughs> it's honestly been, like, a work in progress for a while. Because that's exactly, like, where it was like, wait, what are you doing? No, <laughs> no, you, 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 you don't just. There we go. Okay, we good.
I was not even aware that it wasn't. <laughs> I liked it, though. I think that the red actually suited really well. Especially because that red is so weird. It's like, they created two perfect reds. And so you have to mix them to get, like, that amazing, like, iridescent shit. Well, and, okay, so one of them is more opaque than the other. The other, like, it's weird, but that, like, raspberry almost has a translucentness to it. Mm -hmm. Which, that blends so nicely with the other red, though, if you do lay them down. And I even did, it was, like, um, a purple. Do you, do you remember that when I had, like, the, it was, like, it went from bright red down to, like a maroon and then a purple yep i'm like so i that maroon like in between like i made a pretty decent gradient out of those like because the raspberry is so translucent that it, it blends really nice Mm-hmm. because it it's doesn't pretty. have all of those like undertones no uh, it's pure yeah the other one that so looks like barbecue sauce that mm -hmm. fucking crimson obsession i think it is that fucker Mm -hmm. it's really, really dark. Like, if you put mm -hmm. it on first where you're like, oh, I want it to be the bright red or bloody, like, it's not. It's barbecue sauce in your hair. So, well, And that's what, so when I went from, like, that raspberry and I went down to, like, a purple desire and stuff, that in-between color, that's, like, exactly what that, like, crimson one is. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's kind of like they took the raspberry and put some purple desire in there. Mm -hmm. Like those, that's the color blend. It's nice. It's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Especially, I like in general, like when you're painting, just to use purple as like the shadows and things. Like a lot of people hate that. I've heard so many like art critiques where people are like, and they had purple shadows, so they don't know what they're doing. I'm like, purple shadows is the shit. Like, it's so like, amazing. If I, de if I define the color field, like that's what this is. This is my playground. I made this rule. <laughs> mm -hmm. And absolutely purple, like, mm, mm -hmm. some shadows. Because I love a purple gradient, too. Mm -hmm. So if I have an opportunity to do purple gradient in some way, which, like, shadows is, like, a good way to do it. Yeah. It's not too harsh, either. People complain no matter what you fucking do. They're like, oh, you can't. You shouldn't use blacks because blacks like dull things down, but you shouldn't use purple because that means you don't know shadow colors. It's like, no, you're just an asshole. Like, you don't, you don't actually no, make art. Like, honestly, no, because that's like the kind of shit like art teachers would say. Mm -hmm. Because, like, how many art teachers just don't fucking know art? Because the whole point of art is these rules do not exist. No. Because, like, in here, guess who makes the rules? Like, one motherfucker, this one. <laughs> like, I, that's, like, part of the point. So it's never up to anybody to kind of guide and direct you in that way. I go, like, honestly, okay, like, going through art school, the only beneficial things is, okay, drawing, which is the foundation for, like, nearly everything. You know what I mean? Yep. Um... That part is helpful. The rest of it, it all was bullshit. 
They like, didn't teach I, you color theory or anything? Color theory. Okay, honestly, nobody needed to teach me color theory, but <laughs> I fucking loved that class. And my professor was just like, oh, you are the sun and the moon. Like, he, he, like, it was like day one, we clicked, we were getting shit done. Like, and I had like, like the stuff I turned in, it was like, I, I did some of my favorite work in that class, honestly. Um, where, um, basically we had to like take a photograph. This was like, um, our midterm, I think. And basically it's a color photograph, but you have to repaint it in a way only using gray tone. So you're like, okay, with the value of the color, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> and, um, so you're like, it's teaching your brain to like translate that. Yeah, like my shit was full fucking beautiful. It was gorgeous. <laughs> like I did. It was a pair of feet. <laughs> well, it wasn't like it was feet and ankles, mm -hmm. and um, on a sidewalk with flowers. Like I found this. It was like a perfume ad. I took the picture from. Like we were supposed to find a picture and then like redo it on a grayscale. Yeah. And, like, like I mean, when I, he was just, like, oh, my God, this is perfection. Like, it looks like it's real. Like, he <laughs> thought, like, he just thought I was, like, the sun and the moon. So, that was a super fun class because I never felt like I was failing. Like, it's really good when you're, like, this comes easy to me and, like, I'm getting lots of praise for it. Like, that yeah. kind of shit. Um, so, I enjoyed that class, but, like, it was, like... Kind of something that, like, I, I never knew what it was, but it had already clicked somewhere along the way. So. Well, having a teacher that's, like, open to teaching you like that is so much better. Like, the only time I had a teacher like that was, like, a substitute for music class. And he came in with, like, a rainbow strap and a fucking, like, acoustic guitar and was talking about, like, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and shit. And I'm like, I know all this shit. I was the only one who could answer the questions about, like... All of the, like, 70s, like, trivia, basically. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I grew up on that shit. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is our upbringing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I can name you that ACDC song in five notes or less. Because <laughs> like, we grew up on that shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you get somebody like that versus, like, the regular teacher that's a bitch, like, it's so much better. That's cool you had one that was, like, your actual teacher. Well, I mean, like, I, okay, at the school I went to, it was, like, it was all inbred professors, where it was basically, like, they graduated from school, they went for their master's, and then they became professors. Which is a terrible way to teach anybody else how to be a professional artist of any kind, because <laughs> they don't have any experience in that. And then when they're trying to guide you in the ways of art and the right way to do things, the wrong way to do, you know, it was, I was told that, um, my craftsmanship was shit, but my concept was brilliant, which meant, like, they liked the idea going on and whatever, but it was messy and it was, like, they told, they like, my one, uh, he was my mentor, and he said, I can tell when you really love something 
And it's like, oh, how? And he's like, um, when it's like a complete disaster and so messy and looks like you like left it out in the rain. Like, that's when you actually love something because you like hammer away at something till you practically destroy it. Uh huh. And they didn't like that. And you take it everywhere with you. Um, and it was, like, that's the shit I accidentally left on the bus and then had to, like, go claim it at the station. Oh. Like, I, yeah, because I had to ride a bus to school, like, in college. You had to park, like, a couple miles off campus and then take a bus to the actual campus. What the fuck? Like, you can't park at the school at all? Um, if you want to pay, like, a thousand dollars, yeah. What? Um, Is that how all of them are even now? Okay, so, um, I know the the school I went to. I've, I only went to one. But, so, to get this parking pass, which you park two miles off campus and then they shuttle you, um, that was $75 a semester and it was the only one I could afford. Um, now, I would sometimes, because it's, like, they had pay-to-park spots, so, um, where it's basically metered, you can do that, Mm -hmm. and, um, that is, you put money into a meter, and you're allowed up to, like, two hours. So, there were times when, like, and these were very coveted spots, like, you waited in line for these spots to open up. <laughs> but you know when class changed. Like, it was almost like a routine. You knew when you had to be there to start scouting and kind of, like, you do, like, the vulture circle. You circle <sighs> and you circle until somebody... Because there would be, like, ten of these spaces for, like, all of the cent- center of the campus. Okay. And they, so I would do that, though, because it was, like, I did not feel comfortable, like doing the bus thing every day. So I stopped even paying for that pass, and I'm like, I'll stick my car somewhere when I get there. (laughs) Like, so I started doing this, like, where I would, like, uh, kind of circle and circle until someone left their spot. And uh, it was so funny. This one time, I had been waiting in line, and there had been one car in front of me, and they got their spot. So then I'm the front of the line. And it's really, like, only enough room for, like, one lane right there. It's not, you know, not large. And so, finally, someone backed out of, like, what was to be my spot. And there's an etiquette to this, and we were all aware. Okay. Like, if you participate in the in these special parking spots, you were aware of the etiquette. Or else you didn't even know where these special spots were. And, uh, anyways, I'm letting them back out. And then I start to pull forward, and as I do that, this lady tries to, like, fly up a lane into that parking spot from the other direction. She tries, and I pulled right in front of her. I was already driving half of a fucking car because it had gotten T-boned. Oh, shit. Yeah, my car had gotten T-boned. I It had a salvage title. I did not even give a fuck. It was duct taped together. It rained inside. It was... It smelled weird because it was, like, the trunk, like, it was latched with, like, a fucking bungee cord shut. So, it, like, rained in the trunk and then it smelled terrible. Yeah. Um, 
Like, you couldn't ride in my passenger seat because the door was, like, in it. That's, <laughs> that's what I was driving. They dented into it? Oh, yeah, it was concave. Like, <laughs> it was, it was definitely, like... So you're like, hit me, bitch. Car. It's already well, over for this. Like, I pulled in there, and she's honking like she's going to, like, fight me. I get out of my car. I punch my own car <sighs> and say, you think I even give a fuck? I hit shit, bitch. Like that. <laughs> and I'm telling you. <laughs> she drove the fuck away. She didn't even wait in line for another spot. Because I scared that woman. Oh, my you God. Look at, look at my goddamn car. Look at it. Just look at it. Because. That's about to be you, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I could I could barely even give kind of a fuck. I already got dropped from my insurance. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was 19, so I was kind of a brat, too. Like, I was invincible. I, I, I was just straight up having a good time. And that's why I go, like, okay, so art school turns out it was all bullshit <laughs> but oh my god i had so much fun like it really was a great time like when you're like hanging out with like the other like weirdos and art kids and stuff like you finally find your people you know that like you get out of high school and you're like god i'll never even miss any of these people like fuck them all mm -hmm. like i can never talk to 97% of them ever again, you know? No. And, um, but then, like, you know, when I went through that program and stuff, now there were plenty of undesirables and, like, obnoxious people, pretentious people. You got them, too. But you've got a lot of weirdos. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It was, like, going to parties, going to different, it just, it was, it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was a good time. That part. That part. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like, I felt so swallowed up in that program, not because I couldn't do the work, it was just like, there's no communication, there's, like, it was just like, I don't know. I, I just stopped focusing because it was driving me insane there. Like, I had just been, like, the, my last year, it was, like, me in a studio with sometimes one other person. But it was, like, we had a private studio for your senior. And it's, like, that's too long to, like, just sit in a room and, like, I can come and go as I please, but you have to, like, log so many hours in the lab. And I was like, I, after like two, I'm like, I have to, I'm supposed to be here for four and I, I can do two. <laughs> That's like, honestly, even like, okay. So when I had to take like my ACT, I did get to the part where I was like, fuck this and just start coloring and shit. <laughs> and it's not cause I'm not capable. I just stopped caring. And I have a really hard time making myself care mm -hmm. when I, I mean, if it doesn't light up happy places in my brain, I don't know. I'm just not there. Well, that makes sense. But back then, there probably wouldn't have been such an understanding of that kind of situation. Versus, like, people say it now. 
that's I think like we're all communicating so much more shit like that's like and we're going oh my gosh like now we know everybody's depressed everybody has anxiety and you know it's weird because like even in the 90s it was like if you if someone was like diagnosed as bipolar it was like oh my god I did like it was like this like huge shocking thing and you assumed that everybody that was bipolar was like drowning their babies in the bathtub and stuff like i didn't assume that but like my parents generation Mm -hmm. that's what they were thinking when they heard the words bipolar yeah and now it's like oh like that's not what that is a little bit fucked yeah like now we have awareness about it more and like the more we talk about the more it'll like breathe new awareness so (laughs) i think that's still better than like how that was previously but at the same time we're still not anywhere near like actually helping the fucking situation it's just more like we know people are fucked up but we don't know what to do about it well for one thing it's like I don't know, like, maybe part of the mental health care crisis is that it's so fucking unaffordable, regardless of your insurance. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's like, like, family insurance is like a third of your pay each month already, and then they're like, by the way, you got like a $6,000, like, whatever that you have to, like, pay first, and then we'll start kicking in, even though you're paying us a third of your salary. Oh, already God. like it's just like it's so fucked up where it's like okay when i was going to my practice that would be 300 dollars a week and i had to meet my like at the time i had like a three thousand dollar uh deductible or whatever that like i have to hit yeah before it kicks in so it would be like okay even they'd submit shit to the insurance and stuff but it was like 300 dollars a week I was going to multiples while they were, like, kind of trying to figure me out and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, a week. Um, but then my medications were over $200 a month as well. Uh, and that's after insurance. That's... So... How I, much were you paying them? Because, like, to... You, okay, so, so deductible... you're talking about, about... I had to hit, like, in the first month at that practice... It was like twelve hundred dollars. Holy shit! Just for that, yeah. mm-hmm. that's one and month. That's, and the thing was, is that they like they billed me for it was like that whole month altogether, and they like gave me this gigantic like, okay, here you go, <laughs> do something with this shit. And it was like, oh my god, I didn't realize you guys were about to bill me $1,200. And at that time, also, it was like, okay, I was on three separate medications that they were, you know, playing chemistry set with me over. Mm-hmm. And, but really, like, I, it was not sustainable. I do not make that kind of money is not sustainable i I could have i could have i could have three more houses (laughs) i could have three whole ass mortgages on the cost for like keeping my brain like chill as hell like (laughs) that's so you're acceptable to like normal people 
And well, uh, no, honestly, like I was so unraveled that I couldn't even get back to a place where I could start managing shit. I couldn't. The I was overwhelmed with my shit at that point. Mm-hmm. Honestly, take my twelve hundred dollars, but not forever. Like <laughs> it's not sustainable. But it was for that, like for three months. Mm-hmm. It got me to like I and I had really intensive therapy there where I mean like there I I would be there for two hours at a time and I would see um four different people sometimes like they each had a, something to do with me what we were discussing what we were working on and there was one that he he literally just like gave me like worksheets to fill out <laughs> like that was worksheets. Mm-hmm. Basically updating him about, like, how I felt, like, trying my new medications, what I did that week, like, how, it, it, you know, on a scale of 1 to 11, like, how is your shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, that kind and then, of thing. Yeah, there, like, that's mostly, like, what I did with him. And that he was my last stop before I would go see the guy that actually prescribed me shit. And, um, the, the guy that prescribed me shit, we actually talked about very little. He was down to business, like, you're not hanging out, um, I don't want to hear your life story, I, how, uh, are, are you staying on the same dose, or are we up in it, we down in it, what's up? Fuck that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but he, it was cool, like, I mean, it was like, at that point, I've already talked to three other fucking people about my whole life and, like, what I ate for breakfast and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, to where that was fine for a last stop. Like, I'll take my script or can we chill on that one or that one's wearing off. What do we do? Because I would have, like, I had one and I was supposed to take it, um, basically you take it right before you crawl in bed and become unconscious. Because that's, I would take it and within 10 minutes, uh, you're hitting the floor if you're not already in bed. Like, you're getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and, um, I, so it was like, you take that at night. And then, uh, like... There were things that it was helpful about, I guess, but but I did have that, like, I was, like, in this, like, overall, like, uh, things are weird. Like, I was adjusting. It Mm -hmm. was, everything felt kind of weird and slow and whatever. But at that point, I had been so erratic and, like, losing my shit Mm -hmm. that kind of, I just needed to slow down. So, but it made me feel kind of, like... My brain definitely wasn't, like, at peak function mm-hmm. at that point. Like, it was not sharp, but it was, like, I needed to slow the fuck down for a minute. And it helped with that. So that was beneficial so. to be able to it slow was. down. It was. And that's what it's, like, um, I'm at a point where it's, like, okay, I still deal with my symptoms, like, daily. But if now that I know, like, things like how to reduce my stress and um triggers and actually like when i'm having like my little episodes to um if i recognize that this is just an episode it will pass just like kind of like breathe on it don't act (laughs) on it you know and it is like that's a huge part of managing it it's like knowing it'll pass 
and knowing it's happening when it happens. Before it used to just like come on suddenly and like freak you out? Well, before I was like going to an actual psychiatry practice or anything, because I had done the counseling and stuff like that before, but um, basically I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was haunted. Yeah. And why wouldn't you think that with the fucking craziness that can occur? Well, and also it was like, you know, even when I talked about what was going, like, with my parents, mm -hmm. about what my brain's doing and stuff like that, um, you know, even at that point by them, I was told that, it, oh, you're not skits you uh need to get right with god you need to pray this away like you are experiencing this because god's trying to tell you you're not okay and instead of being like mm, sometimes my brain is just does whatever the fuck it wants to not upon my request like i have a third brain and it overrides some shit sometimes like you can't really explain that to somebody who doesn't experience at least some level of third brain mm -hmm. um and maybe they did but they just believed that like oh maybe i'm a little demon possessed because that's how they were raised like probably maybe I need to pray it away yeah <laughs> i mean um and because i mean even to be told like you know that i basically need to pray like the shit in my brain away like that's crazy especially well <laughs> knowing these people that like they couldn't be saying shit like this like really they just honestly they don't want to feel guilty or feel like i like they are to blame mm -hmm. because there is such a stigma and they're part of this wrapped up like you know even before they acknowledge mental illness or it was a big secret or you know what i mean it was a, it, it was a lot scarier when we knew less so they're part of that and so they were probably told these same things because it's it's kind of like ignorance like before people understood like a lot of the sciences like um you know when it came to like maybe brain before we knew like about cloud form formation like you know the sun evaporates the water and this is the water cycle and then it's returned to the earth they were like oh my god like jesus sent us a drink like you know what i mean before they understood what clouds were and what they did yeah like, there was a bunch you know, of shit that people believed exactly and it's like um the only thing that cures it is like education figuring it out and then educating people so that's where we are with like a lot of this did they ever have the types of symptoms that you experienced do you know they would have never said if they did because then they wouldn't be right with god well, you know like right but have you ever noticed some shit like that where you're like because mm, my mom talked to herself and was talking to people that like like, she'd be washing dishes, and she'd be having mm -hmm. full conversations, and it was just like, who are you talking to? What? Like, oh, no, nobody. Like, crazy. Like, I'm just- She tranced out. 
Uh huh. But I never Which knew. Which I experience, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what, part of like I go like I um I worry like a lot like to myself. I don't let it build up as an anxiety. But if I am in a situation, if I trance out, I if people see me talking to myself, I it would make me feel really weird. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's like somebody that's like. All right, there are they already know me well enough, and I'm like, mm, you've been warned. Sometimes this shit might happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like they're cool with but, it. <laughs> but like strangers, you know, like I always like, I'm like, what if that happened at like Walmart? <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, someone's gonna pull out the TikTok and be like, look, this lady's talking mm-hmm, to herself in the tampon mm-hmm. aisle. <laughs> yeah, like it's. Uh, Because, and that's what, like, I guess it's kind of scary because when it happens, you don't really know how long you've been gone. If you were talking, like, because sometimes, like, it's weird. I won't realize I leave. I'll know I'm somewhere, but I won't realize I'm even gone. Like, it's weird. Like, I know I go somewhere, but a lot of, like, there will be conversations and I don't remember them, but it's like I can feel that I talked Uh in a way. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like the sore. Like, it's not sore, but it's like you t- you moved it. It's been used. Yeah, <laughs> it's been and, used. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it's like. And there was um, when I bartended, I had this regular, and um, he would actually ride a bicycle down to the bar. Like, he didn't drive a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was definitely, like, had some things going on, and a lot of times, like, he wouldn't really even drink. I think he just came there to be in a social place. Okay. He never was, like, a drinker. Like, sometimes he'd have, like, a beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, like, he would start acting different and then he would be sitting there and talking to himself and rocking and stuff and seeing other people around him like where I'm going like I can kind of relate to what he's going through so I'm like "Mm, I might just see if he like a glass of water maybe go stand outside and get some fresh air or something like that's generally where I'm like Mm-hmm. There might be too much stimulation going on, even to, that might be triggering it because you've got TVs going, people talking, jukeboxes. Uh, you yeah. know, being and, at that place was crazy. Row- like, well, and you never saw it rowdy. No, That's, like rowdy doesn't happen till late. Like, <laughs> it would be like the ten thirty rowdy, and 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 then another rush at like one thirty. Like it would get pretty like wild, actually. Like, but. <laughs> Um, so sometimes it would be like, hey, do you feel like having, like, a glass of water, maybe stepping outside, getting some fresh air for a minute, like, stuff like that. And, um, because I, like, kind of got to know him well enough to, I'm like, mm, he's about to go there. I could see, like, his eyes, he would leave. Yeah. But he would be talking. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you couldn't even really, like, understand what he was saying. It wasn't necessarily all, like, completely, it wasn't coherent, you know? Yeah. And, um, but that's what, like, how I saw people around him, like, reacting to him. 
judging him for it, um, saying not nice things, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going like, you know, if that's me, well, I guess I'm going to have to stop caring if people are going to judge me, say not nice things about it or whatever. So that's true. Cause otherwise um, it's going to get to you and it's stupid. Yeah, but I did eventually have to, like, ban him from the bar. Why? Um, because I had said, hey, do you want to go outside and get some fresh air? Uh And I went out and, like, I, like, went and had a smoke. And I'm just, like, hanging out. And there's other people around and everything, like, all hanging out, having a smoke, like, right on that little, uh, outside step. Mm -hmm. And... He was, like, kind of mumbling stuff. And I was, you know, trying to just be nice. And I'm going, you okay, hon? You okay? Um, And then he started, like, repeating something. I was like, what? You know, and, like, he was trying to tell me something. Mm-hmm. Well, he ended up telling me that he was going to take me and tie me to a railroad track. Yeah, that's not acceptable, even though... <laughs> right, no, no, they, like, I'm, um, no, like, even, I, regardless of what's going on, that's not acceptable, it's just period. Yeah. So, it was, like, um, if I feel unsafe for any reason, I just tell that person that they're not allowed to come back. And then, um, he did come back. And, like, my boss happened to be there when that happened, and um, he let him know that, like, if he came back, it would be considered trespassing, and we'd be calling the police kind of thing. Okay. So, like, it was taken care of, but it was, like, you know, it, it went from, like, okay, that person could use some compassion to, like, uh, I still have to be, like, protecting myself. Sorry. Yeah, like, you can just let him get away with shit like that. No, that no. could be real shit that happens. Yeah, like, and, it, and it is like unfortunate because it it might very well also be, um, like he seemed severe enough off. Like if he was going to get like proper help, he would need someone to advocate for him, mm-hmm. like help him in that direction. Because I don't know that he was functional enough to really help himself. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it from what you're describing, unfortunately. Yeah. And it is, and I go, like, um, you know, who knows what kind of, like, trauma or even, you know, injury or you, you never know. Mm-hmm. Like, our, like, our brains are these, like, whole little universes, and... It's incredible how different things will affect them. It's, But it's always some crazy trauma shit to cause, like, all these different issues that people face. And I really, like, I was posting in my Discord, I'm just, like, explaining to people about how dopamine is affected by how much GABA you have in the brain. And how, like, the modern diet is so full of magnesium. Mm-hmm. And so... It would trigger it, and then you feel, like, shit, and, like, there's just different things with it, basically, but, yeah, people don't realize how much they're affected by, like, their brain chemistry and the chemicals in it and everything, and they're all, like, one problem. 
It's exactly. one big That's ass problem. It's like, like when you combine, like, all right, what goes on in my brain, my autoimmune, mm-hmm. like the ADHD is fuck shit. <laughs> like, I mean, and I go like, nothing's quite working right. Mm-hmm. I always kind of feel like shit, and it's like. That's mm-hmm. your brain chemistry freaking the fuck out because you, you run. <laughs> well, you run extra little like systems basically when you've dealt with such horrible traumas and things, and then you have like extra things to run on top of already existence, and then what happens then? Then you go crazy in one of these ways, but if you show up to a or place... Or everything. Or like, everything. Like, honestly, my whole system too, like, we're shutting down, we're diarrhea and out. Like, <laughs> everything is shit in the bed right fucking now. Like, you are about to have so many terrible things happen to, like, your brain, body, and soul. Like, here we go. Yeah, but if you present and... You know, you go to, like, a therapist, or you go to a psychiatrist, or whoever the fuck you end up at, then they're they're just gonna be like, it's one of the things, or it's, like, a couple of the things, but it's never the deeper issue, and it's never mm-hmm. thought of as, like, everything's fucking up because of the same fucking reason. Right, right, when they're like, okay, so this is, like, the disorder, whatever, <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, how do I get that way? Why? Magic. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, I just feel like with any, like, I mean, if you go in there and, and like, you, you go, like, I need treatment. I got a broken arm. And I'd be like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. Where they don't say like, that. I'm like, well, no, and I'm going, like, dude, they are putting me on anti-seizure medications, but they've never once looked at my fucking brain. Yeah, they just give you shit, and that's what they're told to do, and that's what they want to do. And they have such a strong religious belief in all of these medicines and now they're on to some other shit. Now they're like, now they know all this shit, we're not believing anymore, so now they're hopping on to other shit. Like, And that's because new we're age. also trying to, like, <laughs> like, I mean, people are researching their own illnesses and all that shit way better than doctors are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're, like, it's... We're tired uh, of it. <laughs> do this shit right, please. Like, I just go, like, how are you going to put, like, with medication, put parts of my brain basically asleep? Mm-hmm. When you've never looked inside and seen what the hell was going on. Oh. Uh-uh. You can decide to, like, put that to sleep, but you've never seen it. No. And they've never experienced what you're talking about. They have no fucking clue. They went- They're a candied ass- (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They, like, they have gone to college on, like, a free ride. They've been told they're right on everything they think, everything they do. You get a little piece of paper that says they can tell you what to do and put you on horrible medication. And then they just, like, give that out. And deal, and you, you just get your dose, like, upped or down, depending on if it fucked you or not. Mm-hmm. That's why it's such bullshit. Like, it, we're doing a lot better job researching crap on our own. Like, these people, they need to be out of fucking business at this point. They need to tell people to start drinking fucking water. <laughs> get your salt in there, motherfucker. Your potassium. Get that shit. Get that shit. 
<laughs> Man, I got pop all over my desk. <laughs> That's okay. It'll wipe up. I need a handy dandy paper towel. Oh no. <laughs> I see. I was seriously. I got all set up like I was gonna really burn shit tonight. I brought oh. my kit down here. I brought like oh. I, I wet a sponge to clean the carbon shit off of my tip. <laughs> I wet a whole ass sponge. And here we are. <laughs> no, but I've been trying to do one every single day. Mm -hmm. So today's the first day I didn't, but I'm doing something. Yeah, and this is fun. Well, this this is gonna be. Oh. I can post this shit like everywhere in different bits and things like that. So we're good for the week. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, and I am this weekend. Uh, if you would like Saturday night, we can play some more or do whatever. Um, even okay. if uh if we want to do like like some art or whatever. Um, or even we could just show off art. We'd have an art show, and that would be something like to, like, if you make your prints, mm -hmm. like, remember I was saying, like, print, like, a couple? Yeah. And show them off, because that's, like, something, like, we can post that, like, hee-hee, here I am with my print and my stickers and, like, cute stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and then I'll make a couple, like, little Bernie ones, and we can, like, kind of collage them together to, in, like... A little reel, a, a, a story with like stills. You yeah. Do, like do a little bit of everything. That would so, be cool. <laughs> okay. So you print a couple out and we'll have an art show. Okay. Like Saturday. If that's okay. Yeah. Does that work? Uh huh. Okay. I'm always free. I don't fucking do shit. So. <laughs> I, have to, I have to gauge my energy because I go like, um, I know Tuesday, I ain't worth a fucking shit. I, like, I go to work and stuff like that. It's my hard day for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, I go to work. I pick the kid up. I usually have to go get some groceries. And then I come home, make dinner, make sure she does her homework. And then um, we have like a half hour of like hang out, watch YouTube together. Like we watch those try videos. Try. Irish people, yeah, it's Irish people try different shit, like oh. like roast foods or yeah, something like that. You know, like alligator meat in a can kind of shit. <laughs> and um, so uh, we'll usually watch like a half hour of that, and then it's pretty much like time for like everybody like get, like showered, ready for bed, like doing. The and I'm like by eight thirty. Mm -hmm. I am worth a fuck. I am <laughs> in my bed by 8.30 every Tuesday. Huh. I am just drained. And then generally, again, on Friday evenings, a lot. I'll start to feel like I'm getting the flu on a Friday evening. And it's literally just because I've, like, over the week, accumulated exhaustion to the point of, like, I feel sick. because, And it's literally, I just need a nap and I'll be okay. <laughs> but I'll be like... I have a, I'll have a fever, a migraine, I'll have, like, every, every symptom. And it's literally just because I need a nap, because then I'll take, like, a three-hour nap, and I'll be like, oh, I'm not sick anymore. Huh. And that's almost every single Friday I go through that. So, that's why I go, like, 
Remember when we tried to make plans to play on a Friday evening? And I was like, oh, you have Friday evening. Yeah. And I was, like, excited and everything. And then I got to be, like, 8 o'clock. Because I was like, we can get on at 9. It got to be, like, 8 o'clock. And I was like, dude, I just can't. I just can't. I'm dying. I was the same way. So it was like, whatever. Yeah, it's just, like, I get, like, um, Fridays, I'm usually just, like, butt-ass fucking exhausted. (laughs) And then, um, but then Saturday is usually a good, because I've done, like, okay, I'll do a little bit of cleaning. I'll do a little bit of, like, relaxing and stuff like that. So usually Saturday nights. Um, so if you wanted to get on, like, I put the kiddo to bed about 9 o'clock. Okay. On Saturday, if you want to. It's the Jimmy. Have an art show. It's the Jimmy. Hey, Papa. What's you doing? <laughs> yeah, let's Thank have you, an art show, and then we can like show them and everything. I think that'll be mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, you should print out some of your holographic sticker stuff. I'm excited. Oh, let me show you the fucking paper. It's so crazy looking. Like it's it induces me. <laughs> Just looking at. I started getting way too excited about this shit at the store. Oh, that is awesome. And there's like, it has like that weird, why is it so white? Oh, it's so reflecty. There we go. Like. (laughs) But it's like iridescent. Uh Uh-huh. But you can print on it. I was like, I can't believe you can print on this shit. Here we go. I'll be excited to see that. It turns out That'll my lamp awesome. has another lamp in it, and I didn't even know. And it was crazy the other day. I turned it on, and its ass lit up. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know there was a bulb in there. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Have you ever had that experience where, like, your lamp had an ass bulb? Mm-hmm. Oh, my candlestick has an ass ball, but the, I, the, I, for some reason, the batteries, like, you have to put batteries in it, though. But oh. the base of it, uh-huh. it's, I, I wish I had batteries in it. It's so pretty. Um, I got it for Christmas, like, three years ago. And it looks gorgeous, but the battery, I don't know what happens, but the batteries die after, like, a half hour. What? <laughs> like, it sucks them dry. Huh. I Is it, like, a little. wired funny? I don't know. It's. No, it's double A's. What? Oh, you know what? When we hang out for our art show, uh-huh. but it's very stroby. And I know, like, you don't like stroby, right? Uh-uh. But I can just show it to you for, like, a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> for a second, it's fine. And, stroby, and I'll be like, don't look for it, like, a minute or something. But, like, it's... <laughs> here's the thing is, it's, like, really pretty, but there's something going on because it drains the batteries, like, really fast. Hmm... I mean, I I've never made... had good luck with those little, like, double A's or whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking of vibrators, though. <laughs> also, see, like, I get a pretty decent life out of mine, of, like, but I, um, I guess used, like, once a week. Mm. I try not to, like, go too crazy. Or I try to alternate. I always kill like, them. I kill them other Do you have, like, multiples, like, or do you have, like, your one favorite? I have the favorite, and I have, like, some other ones that are, like, pretty up there and everything, but I tend to kill off the one that I really will like. Like, I got, well, like, you get a rechargeable and things. I have them. 
but I can kill him. I think you just recharge him. Like, I don't know. You need, like, a whole, like, uh, charging station. And, like, okay, so everything should look like, um, like, if you were gonna cut balls kind mm -hmm. of look, and then you just set your devices down into the, the wireless charger that's, like, the ball cupper. We actually have one that does that. It has the cupper and everything. It comes with it. It's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I had one of those. Okay, this is kind of funny. I had one of those uh, We Vibe thing. This, this is, like, God, years and years and years and years ago. It was, like, a pretty new thing where you could do, like, the remote, like, mm -hmm. from your phone kind of shit. Yeah. Like, it was pretty new technology. It was kind of expensive. You know, it was definitely, like, a, an investment. Mm -hmm. I ended up not really even kind of liking it, though. Like, it didn't hit the right spot. It didn't get in there and do yeah. the things. I had the same complaint. I like this other one a lot better. Are you allowed to show me? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to show Are me. Are you allowed? Like, <laughs> this is so weird, because I was like... I don't know what limitations are. But I was like... <laughs> I had the, um, the little, hold on. <laughs> I will just edit this out, basically, but it has this kind. This one is a wee okay, vibe. Yeah, I didn't like the lovens. I didn't like that one. This one, it's different. It's got, like, a better motor. It's a newer generation than what you would have used yeah, as well. So I, that's the thing. Right. And I was like, um, the one, like, that's like what, I, that's like what I had. Yeah. Like, yeah, mine was the older. It just didn't, it didn't get in there. And I was like, honestly, I have a pretty accessible spot, mm -hmm. you know? I know where it's at even right now. I'm totally aware of it. It's at. Right. And, um, like... It just couldn't, it couldn't do that thing in that right spot. And I tried it forwards and backwards. I, like, it had a, like, the part that was, like, supposed to go interior, mm -hmm. it was, like, nothing. It was, like, like, nothing. Mm -hmm. I was not going to get anything on anybody. I don't see unless, like, okay, it's, like, okay, your spot is, like, literally, like, one inch. That's it's like, not possible. I wonder if they've changed that a lot. You would have to tickle lot. it down to one inch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it can get there. Like, <laughs> mine's not stationary. It's not anchored. Like, if you get it, it'll come to you. Yeah, that area inflates. Like, so mm -hmm. it, like, you know, you get more blood flow and everything. And then it's, like, more right. places become it as well. It expands its fucking horizon. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. I was like, it will come to you. Mm -hmm. like if, if you if you play the pipe correctly, it will come to you. Like <laughs> you have to summon it. It's a magical and fairy. So it is it's, who dares disturb my slumber. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um I just uh yeah. I was like, this is a lot. I quoted uh, Latin when I was talking about my G-spot. I absolutely <laughs> did. That's actually a really good metaphor for that, though, 
because the fucking tiger is like exactly underneath. and it's like okay you had to have the exact right person put them shits together so that the thing would fly and become the eyeballs and make it come out of the shits <laughs> and then it didn't eat you if mm -hmm. you were the the one otherwise it's like no i think it is, that is a perfect and oh my god it was a cat it's a cat it's a perfect <laughs> fucking pussy metaphor ever <laughs> Is that what you want? That's gotta be a meme. Oh, uh, it's probably not, though. Well, now okay, I've got work to it. do. Make that. <laughs> I will. That is 100%. That. that is 100%. I will share that everywhere. My aunt will uh, unfriend me. <laughs> it's not as bad as having your mom report you, though. <laughs> I'll never ever tweet the Twitters ever again because of that like hacking incident. Well, didn't they they advertise porn on your? Oh, page? they they put so many porn links. They put like <laughs> captions. It was so exciting, and then I couldn't shut the account down. And it was just every time I. I just, you know, try to deactivate and change password and all that shit. They would somehow get the password, reactivate that shit, and pour put more buttholes on there. And then it was linked to my Facebook. And I, you know me in tech fuckinologies. Oh. Like, that's my new word. Tech fuckinologies. Like, it's my, like, one of the biggest frustrations ever. Where I'm like... So how do I get it to stop posting buttholes, but also to stop also posting the links to those buttholes on my Facebook? Because my mom is not happy. <laughs> I still love the story because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> no, and then it's like, okay, but your stuff has to be like unactive or whatever for like i don't know 60 90 whatever the fuck days and that's really hard to do when somehow you and I, that's why i think it was an inside job you think you did it well not me but like someone who would maybe have access to like my passwords to my social accounts would maybe oh because how in the fuck the asshole guy like, they could have been actually been doing it from my own device. So I might, like, I didn't personally post buttholes, but maybe somebody from my device did. Because, I mean, at one point there was no such thing as, like, a passcode. But I'm like, why would somebody do that? <laughs> that would be, like, the most ridiculous shit where you're like, let me hack my wife's Twitter and put some buttholes on her. <laughs> and then share it to her Facebook page. What kind of buttholes was it, though? Asian. It was that's Asian. What, like, that's what the caption said. It was, yeah. Wait, women's or men's buttholes? Women's, I believe. I never actually clicked on the shit. But I, there was captions, so... It Maybe it was like, Check boys. out these amazing... Uh, uh, these amazing <gasps> Asian assholes. Like, that would be the caption. And it would look like I wrote it and be like, Smiley face hurt! <laughs> Oh my god. That's fucked, right? Uh, yeah, but I can see, though. 
that dude fucking doing that for no reason? Because it's just, such a weird motherfucker. Yeah, like, then one day when we're in court, he'll be like, Your Honor, did you look at her Twitter feed? Yeah. She posts nothing but porno links, and they're kind of racist. <laughs> like, that's honestly, like... And it, it would be such a setup. Yeah. Like, oh, you played that long game. Good move, though, dude. Good move, because I look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't posted from your own device. <laughs> and you know me and Tekken Fucknologies. We can't. We don't know. You wouldn't post buttholes. No, I know that I didn't, but I'm saying, like, yeah, maybe he... it was, like, mm -hmm. happening. Well, and it was like, you well, know, didn't when your other shit too. Didn't he have like your password? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it was I, him. It was him. <laughs> totally. Why would anybody do that? Because he wants terrible. to win that court case so bad that he didn't even know it was he. Well, he must have knew on some level one day that shit was gonna exist. He knew because <laughs> of what he was doing that he was gonna end up in court and that he would need some buttholes to show the judge. <laughs> so. Uh, he was That's trying to assassinate my character. He was yeah. trying to assassinate my character. <laughs> but you know what? It's you can't do that because I will own it and I'll be like, yes. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I love buttholes. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with buttholes. I love them. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just be like, I like me some Asian buttholes. Like if you're like, yeah, I'll own it. Fine. Mm -hmm. That's why you were when you were talking about like, oh, they could stick your head on something. I'm like, I hope the ass looks hot. <laughs> I wish I was at that point in my life. I'm just not yet. I feel like I'm teetering. It'll it'll happen, you know. It's mm -hmm. uh Oh, it's just been super reset. So Hmm. But I, like, because I go, like, there are, like, my good friends that are actually my own age, and some of them have hit that, and some of them still haven't. So I go, like, it, it just, it will happen when it does. It's so weird because, like, I'm open to talking about shit, and everything's whatever. It's just a matter of, like, just a weird sense of fear, and... Okay. You can go, like, at, at some level, it would get to a point of irrational, but honestly, what reason do you have not to, like, have a little bit of, like, you know, it's, people are crazy and stuff like that, as far as, like, I mean, it's not totally irrational, mm -hmm. but it's something that it's, like, okay, but no fear is worth, like, letting it control you or, like, make decisions for you. Like, I refuse to make decisions out of fear. That's a good rule to have for yourself. I never really yeah. thought of it. Like, I've always had to make decisions from fear, and so mm -hmm. it's just, like, normal. It's fucking natural, you know? It's not something I've ever been like, Sure. That's bad. And, like, that's not, like, where I always was, either. Where I go, like, I refuse... Like, I wasn't always there. Mm -mm. So, I mean, it's, like, a thing that develops. When you're like, all right... Like, for one thing, I've already had so much shit that I've had thrown at me that I've had to, like, cope with and deal with. And, like, so much at this point that I'm, like, 
Well, I guess it's that terrible thing. Like, you know, like I have friends that are like really, really worried about getting cancer. Mm -hmm. And I go like, mm, I'm not worried about it. I'm not saying it couldn't happen to me. And it's actually like 50% likely. There we go. That's where we're at. And I go like, but honestly, I go like, all right. And then I'll deal with that. Like I'll either do this or not do that or whatever. But it's like, that'll just be the way shit plays out. Mm hmm But I think, like, some people, they hang on to their mortality harder. Like, when they realize they're getting older and stuff like that, they have, like, their flip out of, like, that midlife crisis and all of that shit where they're like, I have to turn my world upside down because I, like, realizing a piece of their mortality. They're not invincible. I see. And then, but then it's like, um, I, like, I'm at this place where I'm like, I totally accept my mortality. I ain't trying to be here forever. Like, I'm not even worried about it. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I go like, well, if tomorrow's my last day or whatever, like, I feel like that's okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about it on the day to day. Hmm. Do you feel like you've, like, accomplished shit and so you're not worried about it? Or you don't even care about that? Because maybe that's I, something they do. That's why they would have that crisis. I guess I just go, like, I have found this thing that I really never believed existed, and it's contentment. Mm -hmm. Like, I never knew that was real. And so I'm at this place where I go, literally, if I floated in place here forever, it's not a bad place. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, really, really do not worry. I worry about the mortality of others more, way more than I do my own. Like, mm -hmm. where I'm like, I want my children to have long lives and go, like, far into the future <laughs> and whatever. But I'm like... Honestly, like, if they were, like, tomorrow, they're like, all right, you have six months to live. And I would literally go, like, well, let's get so fucking reckless. Let's try to make it three. Like, <laughs> let's just do all of the things. Let's, like, live. I don't know. And I feel like I've, I've been living my life so much, like, the last couple of years. Like, out of my, like bubble more just more active in general like really like just living more i don't feel like all of my days blur into the other because like i do something i enjoy like i aim to just do one thing i enjoy and just i don't know i just don't worry about it it's like i used to though hmm. Plus, if you have to teach your children to drive and they're not naturally very good at it, like, you kind of, like, accept your immortality, like, your your mortality, like, <laughs> way easier. Because your life will flash before your eyes, like, seven times in three months. Like, huh. Was that recent? Or, like... The one I taught my oldest to drive, yeah. Oh. It was, it was scary as fuck. And I go, like, next time, I don't know. Like, I'm definitely... Maybe gonna see if, like, somebody else wants to do it. <laughs> like, teach her to drive. That's interesting. I, uh, 
All right, honey pie, I should probably get to bed here soon. Okay, I'll hit this stuff.